Hi, this is Danielle Cursa from The Jealous Curator, and this is episode 224 of Art for Your Ear. So before we get to my fabulous guest today, I just wanted to take a moment to talk about the future of Art for Your Ear. As many of you have pointed out, <laughs> there seems to have been a longer than normal break between episodes, and you're not wrong. There are lots and lots of reasons that would be kind of boring for me to go into, but it basically comes down to time. Each episode takes about 24 hours or so to put together, and that is a big chunk of a 40-hour work week. So there are three main things, not factoring in my family or sleep, <laughs> that also require my full attention. So the first one is writing and illustrating my new kid's book. Woo! It'll be out next spring. Um, two, researching for and then writing my daily newsletter, um, which you can subscribe to if you like. It's called No Such Thing as Too Much Art. Okay, um, number three, I've also made a conscious decision to take the time and the focus to create my own artwork. And I am doing it, and it feels like a dream come true. So, art for your ear. I've been doing the podcast for almost seven years, and as I said off the top, this is episode 224. That is crazy to me. When I started way back in May of 2015, I thought it would be really cool if I could make it to 10 episodes. Ah, <laughs> uh, nailed it. I am so, so proud of this huge collection of conversations. They are filled with fantastic origin stories, hilarious personal tidbits, stuff the art history books would never tell you, and inspiring advice and insights from contemporary artists who live all over the world and create absolutely amazing work. And they talked to me and told me all of their stories. What an unbelievable privilege and honor. As a 20-something who minored in art history, I feel like Art for Your Ear could be a living, breathing part of art history. Just imagine someone listening to these episodes in 50, 75, 100 years from now. That is an insane thought. An insane thought that I love so much. The other thing I'm really proud of is the number of women I've had on as guests. Again, as an art history student, we rarely heard about female artists. Okay, well, we knew about Frida, Georgia, and Mary Cassatt, but that is about it. At one point, I remember putting up my hand and asking the prof, um, where are the women? Surely women have been making art throughout history too, right? He said, yes, absolutely, but, quote, their work wasn't considered important enough to document. Um, what? I remember in that exact moment thinking, oh, hell no. I don't know how, but I am going to change that someday. That was in 1992. <laughs> it took me a while, but I feel like between the podcast and two of my books that focus specifically on female artists, I've made a little dent. I actually really want to pitch another volume of the Big Important Art Book now with women. Maybe I could call it another Big Important Art Book with even more women. Oh, something like that. Anyway, I'll put it on my to-do list and see what I can do. <laughs> so, are you wondering where this preamble is going? Yeah, me too. Okay, here's the plan. I'm going to do one more quote-unquote normal episode to hit 225. And then I'm going to do five more kind of like a greatest hits wind-up to bring the grand total to 230. 
The list isn't confirmed yet, but for sure my friends Andy J. Pizza and Ashley Longshore will be back, and the final episode is going to be with my friend, Philly-based artist Martha Rich. She trusted me to come on as my very first guest, and I feel like we should wrap things up with her too. Now, before you start DMing me about that whole wrap things up comment, I will say this. If amazing opportunities come up to interview people, I will dust off my microphone in a heartbeat and make it happen. That means every now and then you'll get a notification saying, a new episode of Art for Your Ear has downloaded. There won't be a schedule though. Think of it more like a fun surprise that shows up in your phone when you least expect it. <laughs> I am going to miss filling your studios and cars with artist stories, but I think 230 is a pretty good number. It's certainly better than 10. And it's time for me to do something new. What is that something new? I don't know, to be honest. But whatever it is, a new book, a TV show, ooh, a documentary? I don't know. But it will continue to focus on what matters to me most, sharing the work and stories of fabulous artists from all walks of life. And hey, actually, why not hand this over to you? What would you want to see or hear or watch next? Let me know, and between all of us, I'm sure we can make a plan. All right, let's get on with episode 224, shall we? Part of the delay between episodes was me really, really, really wanting to talk to this woman because there was absolutely no way I was going to wrap up this box of 230 conversations without including her. Mary Ellen Matthews is a New York-based photographer who might have the coolest job ever. She is, drumroll please, the in-house photographer for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you know those gorgeous photos of the host and musical guests that show up after every commercial break? Yeah, that's her. As a kid in the 80s who dreamed of being on SNL one day, I can't believe I got to talk to an artist who was there every single day. She has worked with so many cool people, from Chadwick Boseman and Paul McCartney to Prince and Betty frickin' White. I was able to hop into Mary Ellen's schedule for half an hour last Friday in between her photo shoot with Benedict Cumberbatch and prepping the photos for the show the next day. Oh, and a quick disclaimer, I'm pretty sure I was talking way too fast because A, I knew she was ridiculously busy, and B, I was fangirling hard. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Talking to Mary Ellen Matthews in, you guessed it, New York. Hi, Mary Ellen. Welcome to Art for Your Ear. Hi there. How are you? Good. I'm so, so glad that we get to do this because um, I think your job is the coolest job I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's pretty special, yes. It, I, it, I completely agree. And so I want to hear all about that, but um, before I hear about that, I want to hear about what you were like as a kid and when you started taking pictures and stuff like that. So where did you grow up and were you artsy? Um, I grew up in Madison, New Jersey, which is a little bit outside in New York City, about <clears throat> half an hour, 40 minutes, I'd say, due west. And um, I grew up, my dad was a uh, photographer, mostly a hobbyist, and I grew up with an um, a, uh, dark, a dark room in the basement <clears throat> of our house. And um, I used to, you know, just kind of stick by his side in the dark room and hop up on a little stool and watch him do his thing. And we'd, uh, we'd go out and take pictures together. And um, my wow. brothers, he kind of involved my brothers and sisters um, quite a bit 
also. That's so so cool. And so as a kid, were you thinking you would be a photographer when you grew up or was it just sort of more? I mean, I think so. I loved um, all the books and I loved the smell of the dark room and just, you know, the cameras and just, you know, all of it. Yes. I mean, I used Mm. to just sit in the living room and pour over the, his photography books, the old life magazines and and did he, did he shoot, sorry, uh, like the life books on photography. Mm. And did he, did he shoot people or did he shoot everything? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. yeah. yeah. And so when you went to high school and stuff, were you uh, an art kid? Like, were you doing the art stuff in school? Um, I was, I was really an athlete, to be honest. I was, I was oh. a gymnast most of my life and, and, um, uh, d- uh, diver and swimmer and, and horseback rider and all kinds of stuff like that. So I didn't really get into the artsy scene as much um, as I probably should have or would have liked to. I kind of just got wrapped up in being an athlete. Um, but um, I did love, you know, all, you know, I still continued to shoot with my dad and, and stuff like that. So I kind of yeah. got my hands in that. That's cool. I, I didn't do, I went to art school. I didn't do photography till my last semester of art school. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't feel like I, I don't know. I didn't feel like I could. And then I went in that dark room and I loved it so much. And, and then I graduated and I was like, Oh damn, <laughs> I right, missed right. this chance to do it. Um, and so did you go to art school? Nope. I went to, I had a scholarship to for gymnastics, uh, wow. <laughs> so, but I studied, um, media technology and film and, and all that kind of stuff. So, okay. Okay. And so coming out of school, so I guess you were like, were you aiming for the Olympics? No, I don't think, I think I was pretty, um, had, uh, uh, I, I think I, what am I supposed to say? Um, I think I understood that that was not going to happen, but, um, you know, I, I loved, I just loved it so much and I loved the dance part of it and, and, and just being with um, my teammates and, you know, all of it that goes along with it. And, yeah. And, um, uh, um, but yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I've I'm, I'm got a little off track. I know you have so much going on right now. I, I, I can't believe I'm talking to you on a Friday before. No, I know got- <laughs> I wanted to get, get, uh, get this going for you for sure. And, and you know, I, I'm excited to talk to you and, and um, yeah. Well, well we had the connection. It was funny because um, I, I told you when we were emailing back and forth that I have watched Saturday Night Live my whole life. Like that was my dream when I was a kid was um, because I did theater stuff and improv. And I just thought being on SNL was like the dream. I think it's in my yearbook that I said I wanted to be on SNL. And so I've always watched it. And then in the last like 10 years or something, it's always the photographs of the, no, I'm not joking. Like I, you think I'm kissing your ass here but I am not every time I watch it I say to my husband the only reason now I want to host SNL is to get my photos <laughs> oh my goodness because oh my they goodness. no Marielle they are stunning and being a visual person like I I love the style of them I love how creative they are I like with within one show how many how many photo breaks are there for the commercials like five that you have to do uh, no, there's eight altogether. Eight altogether. The, the band and um, the the host. Yeah, uh, and they're all completely different. 
Yeah, there, it's, you know, it's, it's so, such a, uh, uh, a gift to be um, this creative every week or every week I have a show and, you know, I, I don't take it for granted by any stretch. It's, it's really very special. Um, and I have a great team I work with, you know, it's all collaboration, whether it's um, my, my photo team or um, uh, the wardrobe department, who is Tom Broker who, you know, um, can put together something amazing at a minute's notice uh, and, you know, hair and makeup and, and stylists and all the, all the team that comes comes together. Well, it's, yeah, you, you really do make magic. And so um, speaking of magic, how on earth did you get this job? That is what I want to know. Um, I, <laughs> how did all that come about? Because I know um, the woman before you, Edie Baskin, yes, right? Yeah, so I how did that all happen? Um, I was, you know, a roundabout way before SNL, I, I, I started working for a record label called TVT Records, and I was working in the publicity department as a publicist, among other things at that time. Um, and I just was going to, you know, one of the, one of the great things, for, I mean, I'm just a huge music fan, I still am. Uh, so that was one of the things I wanted to get into. And um, I was going to a lot of shows because we get to go, you know, kind of check out bands and things like that, working at a label. And I was just taking pictures all the time and working with bands and, and just doing anything to shoot. Um, and uh, I met somebody who was working for Edie and she knew I was loved to shoot and love photography. And she um, put me in touch with Edie. And you know, kind of the rest is history, I guess. But wow. Edie was, has been so amazing uh, to work with when I first started there and, and, you know, she left and turned it over and to me, and that was such a big deal, obviously. Um, and I'm just, you know, trying to keep the, the sense of what she started going and keep the sense of cool and, and everything else. And, and I, I think of, you know, her all, all the time. Yeah, yeah, it is so cool because yeah, she did start such a um, in the eighties and such just such an iconic look for those photos yeah. and I yeah. yeah and you've done such a good job and now there's animated ones even yeah you know yeah. um it's funny I haven't really done those in a little while but I'm doing I think I'm gonna do a few this week uh, so it's funny you bring it up oh yeah yeah well and so here's the thing because how on earth. I worked in advertising for years and years. So, you know, like we'd be working on Christmas stuff in July, um, but you, it's so fast. So when the people, when the host shows up, you just have this week to shoot them, right? Like, you, oh, yeah, you, we, yes. Um, but, but, but I mean, before I answer this, I don't even know what your background is. I'm so sorry. Like oh. you were in advertising. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, what? I went to, um, I went to art school. Uh -huh. um, and then was told by my painting professor right before I graduated as a painting major, uh, quote, you should never paint again. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. So that was, that was fun. Uh, yeah. So I quit for 15 years and I ended up going to design school right after that and um, did really well at design school, ended up going into advertising and design um, and did that for 18 years or wow. so. And then... 13 years ago, I, uh, I was just really making, missing making art. Um, and mm. so I started the Jealous Curator, this blog, because I was trying to figure out what my style was. And I was so jealous of everybody else that was doing everything that 
um, it was stopping me. So I started yeah. the jealous curator to, to write about it in a positive way and try and use this jealousy as fuel basically. And, uh, it worked, thank yeah. God. And, um, so that was 13 years ago. So yeah, now I've written a bunch of books and I'm making art again, which is amazing. Yeah. And I found all these great friends, like our mutual friend, Ashley Longshore. Yes. Yes, which is how yes. this all came about. Right. And right. Uh, yeah, so I, I've, I started the podcast maybe six years ago. And that has been such a game changer, too, because actually talking to artists and hearing their stories and sharing their stories with other people, it just it demystifies the art world a little bit mm. for people, I think it makes yeah. you realize that we're all just people being creative and, you know, doing our thing kind of so um, but yeah, I left advertising design maybe four years, five years ago to just okay. do Jaws Curator and my art full time. And okay, okay, good. So now I know. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just glad I got to to hear it from you. And I, I should have done a little research before. Oh, we here. yeah, in between the five billion things you have to do. No, mm -hmm. no, it's it's so nice, and it's it's nice to be able to um, yeah, share my story and connect with, with you because with creative people, I find there's so many overlaps, like people have sort of similar experiences, um, where they did work in advertising and design or PR or marketing or whatever before, and then yeah. kind of found their way to what they're, what they're doing now. Right. Um, so I want to know when you are, when you're doing these awesome, beautiful shoots, do you, how far in advance do you plan? Like, you know, you've got Benedict Cumberbatch coming. So do you, yeah. in your mind, have images that are situations you want to put him in? Or do you confer with him or his, his people? Um, or how do you do that? It's kind of my job to come up with like concepts or, you know, ideas um, yeah. and, you know, styling ideas and all kinds of things. Um, that's my job. And, and, um, I, um, yeah, I will talk to his people or his stylist if he has one. Um, uh, and then eventually, of course, talk to him the day of. Uh, so, yeah, that was yesterday. And yeah, we had a little meeting before, you know, as soon as he came in and was getting ready. And I showed him what I was thinking. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it and what he liked, what he didn't like and blah, blah, blah. So that's how it gets done. And then, you know, always as it's happening, things will change, you know. Um, yeah you know, you leave room for all this organic chemistry or whatever to happen. Yeah. Um, which is always fun. Yeah. I love, I loved what you did with Will Forte. Um, oh, you yeah. have a little nod to the sea captain from when he was being the sea captain with Seth. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking at someone else. Yes, it was. Um, and you know, it just, oh goodness, he can, he can be anything. And, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, like some people like that, you can kind of just really push uh, a funny idea. And uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was lucky to, to have to work with him again. Oh, he's such a doll. Yeah, it must be so fun because these creative people show up. Are, are most of the people kind of up for whatever weird things you want them to do? Yeah. What, what did you do with yes you no. Have... Oh, yes, yes and no. no. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Um, um, uh it depends on the person it depends on the idea um but you know in this situation like saturday night live you know we get to kind of you know let the freak flag fly a little bit <laughs> yeah. and because yeah didn't you have andy sandberg 
in a giant martini glass. That is, that is, to, to be honest, that's probably one of my favorite shots ever. I just, I love that one because just his expression and how we just had, we got it to come together with an actual martini, or sorry, an actual um, olive costume. Yeah, so uh, awesome, so I awesome. Know, so fun. Yeah, and another one of my favorites is uh, when Paul Rudd was on that floral couch and he was in the same floral yeah. suit. Love yes. that. You know, you're, you're picking the ones that were actually done in camera. Uh, so yeah, that's why they work so well. You know, when you have the time and, and preparation and all that kind of stuff to make it happen that way. What does that, what does that mean? Oh, like, because that we, um, uh, you know, again, I keep talking about Tom Broker, but I, I presented that idea, uh, our, 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 the wardrobe, uh, our, sorry, costume designer for the show. And, um, and he actually made this, you know, his outfit, the pants and the shirt out of that material that we had a couch. Oh my God. Made, you know, yeah. Upholstery made, you know, so to spend that much time and effort gets the best results. Yeah. Yeah. Just so amazing. Um, yeah, the whole thing. I just can't even believe it. Um, so now I have quite a few friends that are photographers, again, thanks to Jealous Curator, and they're usually really shy people, which is why I think they like being behind a camera. Do you feel like that? Like, would you rather be behind a camera than like, say, doing this interview or are you not like that? I'm that shy? I'm not, I don't like having my, you know, I don't like having my picture taken <laughs> so much, to be honest, but I'm not, I don't think categorize myself as a shy person. Um, uh, but I am definitely comfortable where I am. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I wonder if that's because you want to art direct the shot. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could, could be, be, yeah. Um, so are there any are there any people that you know you find out are hosting or musical guests, but with you loving music so much, where you are freaking out about meeting them? Like where you feel like, oh my God. Oh, oops, oh. sorry. I knew that was gonna uh, happen. Can we just hold for a second? Yes, yep. Okay, sorry about this. Hello. Uh, so I was just asking if there was anybody musical or actor or anything that, oh. that you've been nervous to meet. Um, well, God, when Paul McCartney was on, the, uh, you know, he's been on a few times now since I've been there, but that was, a, you know, a knee shaker for sure. Um, and he was so sweet about it. Uh, I think, you know, he can probably sense somebody who is a little bit in awe of him. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, like the whole world? I'm guessing, but, you know, he came on, he walked on the set and um, he just start. He just kind of broke the ice and just was like, uh, you know, my wife was a photographer. We just started talking about his, you know, Linda, his, his, you know. Wow. So it was just very sweet of him to kind of get get the get the conversation going in a way that I, you know I could I could just open up and talk to him. <clears throat> right. And then how yeah. long after something like that, like when you first meet, like. Then when do you start shooting? Is it almost immediate or is that a like a... Yeah, that's when, oh God, yeah. I didn't get to like, you know, meet him properly and chit chat with him. He just came right off from the, the musical set to when he's rehearsing onto, my, onto the photo set. And there we go. Wow. So they moves very quickly, you know. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, and so is there anybody that you have never shot that you would want to? Oh, goodness. Well, um oh yeah for sure I mean I'd love to shoot you know some some politicians like you know President Obama or President Biden like you know to kind of go in that direction I would love to do that 
I would love to do um, people who are, you know, are in service um, mm. more, you know, cause I'm really in this arena and, you know, I, I you know, people who are out there uh, helping others and, and in service and, you know, that kind of thing. Does mm -hmm. that sound okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, and mm -hmm. I was going to, uh, that's that I was going to ask you that like, because, because this is such a demanding job and it is so creative, like you're putting so much creativity into every minute of what you're doing. Do you, um, do you have personal projects that you work on or do you even have time? Um, yes, of course. Yes. Um, I have a, um, a, an apartment in the East Village of New York City and I've got a little studio here and I've got things going on all the time and oh. I've recently got into bought a bunch of old Polaroid cameras which has been fun to work with although having not fun to try and find Polaroid film because that's really difficult that's what I've heard that it's yeah. so hard to find yeah. and then and then if you do sometimes it's although this is kind of fun though sometimes when it's like too old and it's aged and then yeah, you shoot and weird things happen. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you can get different results. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so with that work, what are you showing it or are you what what do you do? Not quite yet. Not quite yeah. yet. Hopefully down the road. Yeah, yeah. I was just because I know like with working in advertising and design, I I just felt like I had no no mental capacity or time left to be well, what's creative. Good about our show and it's for everybody who works for the show we have weeks on and weeks off it's not like you know you know 52 weeks a year so right and then it's good for all of us to do other things and bring all the creativity that we're we're doing back to the show or back into our work and you know mm -hmm. oh so, yeah like actually like when we were because we've been trying to connect for a long time and uh you went to costa rica right i did yes I how was that finally took a little vacation um uh, it was fantastic. I surfed, so I went with some friends and we did some surfing down there. Yeah, and see, like, things like that, you can't not bring back inspiration from things like yeah. that. Just the colors or, you know, whatever you experienced. So, yeah, you, yeah, you thought, need those I, things. Yeah, and I actually bought a eight millimeter camera like, um, and took it down there, so. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, I can see the results. I haven't even had time to, to uh, take the film for developing, but now that you're remembering... Yeah. <laughs> put it on your to-do list put it on your to-do list mm -hmm. um okay so before I let you go and um take photos of Benedict Cumberbatch which is no, that was yesterday oh <laughs> I'm doing all the all the post-production today all the photoshop and and just editing and you know um, yeah because we've got a, a you know we do some video work stuff uh, we've hit some video work with the show now too so that's just yes I saw with that yeah. little the bit that you did with Oscar Isaac yes that, that was fun? so beautiful I yeah that, that was great thank you for saying that 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 just and I and I watch that every now and again because it just makes me smile yeah and so are you starting to do that with more people if you yeah we're, we do it every week yes we oh okay, okay. Yeah. yeah oh that's so cool um because <laughs> why not right you've got them there you've got the technology well also that and um and um it's just you know life as we know it now we need social content you know we need content and um because uh you know that's it's a good way to promote the show and 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 you know let people in on what we're doing here and mm -hmm. for all reasons that are social right yeah well it's kind of cool too i i think um it's so nice to actually see a side of an actor that you think you know in one way do something 
Yeah, you're so right. You're so yeah. right. And that's, and again, coming back to um, this show, uh, we get to um, open things up a little bit. Yeah, which is, must be fun for them too. Like, you know, if, especially if you're typecast as a super serious actor or whatever, and then you get to come on and do something silly and crazy. It's pretty awesome creatively to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. I'm going to ask you my not so speedy speed round questions. Um, and then I'm going to let you go and get back to okay. work. Okay. You ready? Yep. Coffee or tea? Coffee. A lot of coffee? A lot. I'm drinking it right now. What is it? 430? I'm yeah. so, so bad. Yeah. Me too. I, I just need like an yeah, IV good. drip and I'd be all set. Um, okay. Favorite dessert? Um, I like a, a brownie and ice cream. <gasps> brownie and, yeah, and like um, you know, vanilla ice cream, just classic. Me too. Really? Is, oh yes, that is my like all-time favorite. And thing. it might be warm too. Yes. Maybe a little fudge sauce on there and some whipped cream. Why my not? son has lately been getting this um uh salted brownie milkshake. Oh, are you stop it? Yeah, and it it's delicious, but I'm like. I that sounds don't, amazing. Don't whiz up the brownie. I want because I like the chunk of the brownie. But <laughs> you know, so it seems like a waste to me. I'm like, give it to me before you whiz it up. But anyway, yeah. Um, okay. Well, if I'm ever in New York, I guess I know what yes. we're doing. Yes, we're going for coffee and brownie Sundays. Okay. Um, okay. Now this is going back in time. There's only two more. Um, first song you ever slow dance to? Um. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I remember um, a Hall and Oates song. Um, I don't remember. Oh God, you're killing me. I don't know. I should know that. What grade would that have been, do you think? It was um, the GAA, which was um, when you asked the, 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 the boy to the dance. That oh was yeah. In, that was got a freshman maybe freshman yeah or something like that yeah oh I love it love it love it um I think mine was stairway to heaven wow. which is a real shame because if you're not dancing with the right boy that's a seven minute song <laughs> you make a very good point yes <laughs> it needs to be the right boy okay um oh I kind of already asked you that well we'll I'll twist it is there a dream portrait you would like to take so we kind of covered that but I'm going to throw in of anyone dead or alive oh 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 gosh um i'm just i'm just thinking like john lennon would be incredible wow. yeah um, or nelson mandela good one yeah i can't wait to see well i want to see your polaroids one day <laughs> and I think that when I was, when I asked you earlier, like who would, who would you want to shoot that you haven't, I was thinking in my head, Michelle Obama or yeah. Barack yeah. Obama. And then you said, Obama was the first thing you said. Uh, so I, yeah, I feel and like Michelle, that's gonna... please, Michelle too. I mean, let's get the ladies up there first, but uh, you know, that's kind of where, yeah. both. Please. Yeah. I had um, Amy Cheryl, the, the painter that painted Michelle's portrait for the uh, oh, portrait gallery. Yeah. Um, I had her on the podcast right after she, that the painting was have, shown. It. Yeah. It was so crazy. Like, you know, going to the white house with all these dresses for Michelle to wear and to photograph her to then paint from the photograph. I was mm. like, what were you, you know, did, did that blow your mind? And she's like, it was just like a weird dream. 
what a what a thing she did though. I mean that yeah. portrait and the both of them that you know when they had those those revealed was was such a big moment in it art. really was. It was art. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking also like what about um you know some of the great painters you'd go back and and photograph Michelangelo or does he Yeah. I, yeah, that would be amazing. Cuz see like again like it seems like they're not even real people. They were never real yeah. people. Yeah. You know, like they're so, um, uh, such icons that it's like, oh yeah, they really were real people. <laughs> Weird. And it's so cool though, that you are doing that, like for the entertainment world, you have captured so many people in such unique ways. Well, I have to, you know, I, again, it's like, I'm very, so lucky to be able to do it and just um, be part of something so special. And, and, you know, it's like being in a family, you know, I feel yeah. like part of a family. I've been there for, you know, over 20 years. So um, I'm, I'm very, very lucky and appreciative of, it, of, the, of the opportunity to do so. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And I'm so happy that I got to talk to you because really like, I just, I think your work is so beautiful. And again, it's like, it just seemed like the mystery of television. I was like, I don't know who takes those photos. And then Ashley was in New York and she posted that she was going to SNL. And I was like, oh my God, because uh, that, no, that's my dream. And then she's like, uh, she said, Thank, uh, like, thanks so much to my friend, Mary Ellen. And I was like, who's her friend, Mary Ellen? And I clicked and I was like, SNL photographer, <laughs> what are you talking about? So I instantly sent her a DM and I was like, do you think that she would come on the podcast? And she's like, I think so. And so that's how we all got here. Good old and Ashley. And she texted me with like, you know, all in caps, all exclamation points, like, cause she's just the, the, the most enthusiastic, wonderful person. You know? <laughs> yeah. And she's such a connector too, you know, yeah, like as yeah. soon as she finds out somebody wants to be connected to somebody, she makes it happen. And yeah. I saw the photos you just took of her too. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, um, on our farm in, um, in New Orleans. Wow. So cool. Yeah. yeah they turned yeah. out they're, they're beautiful. Like you have such a neat way of capturing a really cool twinkle in everyone that you shoot. Oh, you're so you're so nice to. Oh my god, I'm so I'm so glad we finally connected. This is I really know, nice. Thank me you. Me too. Um, and now that the world is opening up, hopefully, um, I used to come to New York all the time. I haven't been in two years. So oh, um, the last time I was there was March fourth, twenty twenty. As they were like shutting yeah. the city down, I flew out and have not been back since. Where, where do you live? I live on the west coast of Canada. Well, oh, stop. Oh, yeah. Out there. Yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I grew up out here. Pardon? Vancouver? Um, I lived in Vancouver for a long time, but now I'm um, sort of inland more, like kind of above um, like the middle of Washington state. I see. Yeah. And uh, in a tiny little town that I grew up in. And so, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty neat to be able to, you know, talk to people all over the world through this podcast. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, traveling will begin again. I'm going to Nashville in, in August for, I'm doing a Ted talk. And so uh, cool. ho hopefully the traveling will begin again. Yeah. 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 Well, please come through New York and we'll have to to see each other there and yeah you know, she's back and forth here too so maybe we'll get together well well let's find out how she feels about brownie sundays <laughs> i have a feeling she'll be in
She'll say, hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> or she might say something mm -hmm. else that we'd have to believe that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Well, good luck with the rest of your day. And thank you thank so you. much for making the time to chat with me. And yeah, uh, hopefully we'll meet in person one day. Of course. Of course. Yes. Um, I'm going to listen to all your stuff and um, good luck with the TED talk. I can't wait to see that. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Can you even imagine having a job like that? And she is so modest. Oh, shoot, though. I forgot to ask her about meeting Prince. Damn. Okay. Yet another reason to go to New York for brownie Sundays with her. <laughs> Gigantic thanks to Mary Ellen for making time for me in her truly insane schedule. Everything we talked about is over on my site right now. So pop over to thejealouscurator.com slash blog to take a peek. Thank you all so much for listening today. I'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode of Art for Your Ear. See you then.